This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Welcome back to another Days of Thunder TRL special. Feels like it's been a while. I'm your host, Dave Ryan, and I'm joined on the other end of the tin cannon string. Well, my good friend, <laughs> Stagger Lee Malone. Lee, how are you? It's funny you say tin cannon string when you consider the production quality of the show we're about to watch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it is quite appropriate. Um, but yeah, it, it, this was something that... Um, we had planned for a while, mm-hmm. um, and we were going to go straight to, like, the post-pay-per-view thunder, but then I think we said, you know what, little change of pace, the next two episodes on the free feed are going to be uh, the TRLs. The, t- the two remaining TRLs that will be on the free feed. Yeah. Um, for better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, look, before we get into all that, how have you been? I'm good, good, yeah, in good spirits week off work mm. this week um, yeah by the time we're recording again next week who knows how I'll be feeling but for now I'm, I'm in good spirits it's anyone's guess <laughs> how about you pal how are you doing so I, just, I believe you've had a couple of hard weeks yeah I like I've been I, I kind of went from super chill being off like week and a half having all our celebrations and everything like that to now being right back at the grindstone um two straight six day weeks um which has not been great because i usually like again i suppose of of men of our vintage <laughs> i think that's what like we kind of you know where where we're able to one of our days off is usually a complete wash because yep. it's like the catching up on sleep uh trying to avoid doing things where at all possible day mm-hmm. and the second day is where you actually get things done like you go see family or you know you go do a thing and that kind of like recharges the mental batteries mm. so i didn't really get much of either having to compress both of those things into one day this week and having to do it again this weekend but i'll tell you what at the end of it i'm meeting a few people i used to work with for a feed of pints ah, so well, that, that's gonna always, be well earned that's always enjoyable so you'll You'll definitely enjoy that, or else fall asleep very early on, don't they? Yeah, today I had um, today I had the second of two straight days of uh, training, and it was one of those where you're stuck in, stuck inside in basically a classroom under artificial light from like half nine to half four straight. Do you know what? There's nothing worse than going back into artificial light when you haven't been in that environment yeah. in a long time. Do you know what the thing is? Is like I don't know how I was able to do it when I was in school and I don't know how kids and teenagers are able to stick it uh, both in terms of the artificial lighting and in terms of fucking attention span Lee my attention span's gone to shit as an adult mm-hmm. I feel the same yeah um, 
like I was I was doing pretty well focusing yesterday. Um, and then today there was like there was a morning break of about five minutes. They kind of like there's a half hour break in the middle of the day and then they added two like five to ten minute breaks either side of that mm. for like the smokers oh, mainly. Yeah. And like after the first one of those breaks, Lee, my head was gone and it didn't come back. <laughs> like and it was one of those where I was able to acknowledge that my attention span was gone. And I was actively trying to bring myself back to the room, back to the topic at hand. You just couldn't. Not, and I was like, I was saying to you off the air, it was interesting stuff. And it was stuff that I will practically use in my job. Um, but I just couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. By the end, I um, Were you, were you scribbling had, your name onto the table, like scratching it in with a... I was doing doodles. <laughs> I drew a very nice picture of the Eye of Sauron on oh, the top lovely. of one of my notebooks. Mm. Um a few doodles yeah um and like by the last hour i had put my work phone up on the table as a decoy and had my personal phone on my lap watching today's nintendo direct um so that was that was just the kind of day it was by the end but um look i'm here to spend an evening watching some uh some wrestling so that's gonna hopefully improve my mood somewhat <laughs> Well, I mean, you you seem fairly relaxed after it all, so. Yeah, well, I'm literally now, like, usually we do these shows up on, um, I'm up in my office, on my office chair, um, whereas for today's program, I'm literally reclining on my couch. Um, I have moved the studio downstairs, so there's a little slightly different timber to my recording. Uh, that'll be why, also because, like, Toby the dog is just kind of fucking wandering around behind me. He hasn't settled yet. Um, but no doubt will you will hear like a lar- uh, like a, a cartoon <laughs> plonk on the ground and a huff, and that'll be yeah. him sorted then. Um, I've I, made sure. I have to say, I do miss that about having a dog. That kind of where they're wandering, yeah. they're trying to find that spot, and then you just hear, <laughs> yeah, the plonk and the, what, and the huff. What I've done is for long-term listeners of both our podcast and uh, my other podcast, Link to the Cast, I have made sure to lock the door that separates him from his uh, squeaky toy basket. Um, <laughs> because there have been several occasions where I've had to mute myself or haven't quite been able to mute myself on time for a loud squeak of a Christmas pudding. Um, but we should be good. Um that's right, Days of Thunder listeners. It's that time again. If you have an appetite like the corn-fed meathead Skip Sheffield, you're going to want to listen into this because we got to talk about our friends at HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Choose from 55-plus weekly options featuring pre-portioned, high-quality ingredients picked at peak ripeness. HelloFresh delivers fresh, quality produce from the farm to your door in less than a week, so you can savour summer flavours right from home. Select meals from the Taste of Summer series that are sure to become everyone's new favourites, like the Old Bay Shrimp and Sausage Boil and family-style grilled steak lettuce wraps. Holy hell. To avail of the offer that's being made to you, the Days of Thunder listener, all you gotta do is go to hellofresh.com slash VOW16 and use the code VOW16 for up to 16 free meals across 7 boxes and 3 free gifts. One more time, that's hellofresh.com slash VOW16 and use the code VOW16 at checkout to avail of that 
offer. And if that doesn't sate your appetite, I just don't know what will. It's HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Back to the show. But anyway, let's let's get on to this. This is our second last um, TRL of season one, Lee. Mm-hmm. And it is... Um, the second in a series of <laughs> unintentional series of 1999 ECW pay-per-views. So what was it we did last time? Was it Living Dangerously? No, was Living Dangerously? He was, wasn't it? Yeah, Living Dangerously. Yeah, so yeah. this is now we are doing November to remember. So kind of bookending the year. So we had the beginning of the year and now the end of the year um, mm. of 1999. Uh, just to remind everybody how we do this. Um, so this is a live commentary track. Um, so we're going to try and help you guys sync up um, to the recording um, and we'll kind of just let it flow from there. And yes, like the primary intention is that it will be a commentary track, but we also hope that, you know, it will be okay to stand alone as a podcast yeah, uh, or at least we'll make sure it does. As we always say, we're not going to do play by play on what goes on in the ring. Yeah. We will have have a discussion over the pay-per-view more than anything else. Yeah. And for those of you who tuned into TRLs before, the, the relationship that that conversation has to what's actually going on in the ring can sometimes be... Uh, Minimal. Shall we say, we, we, we really shouldn't be criticizing the Thunder commentary team for meandering off the point as much as they do. You know how people uh, say um, Dark and Dark Elevation should be like just a podcast? Yeah. That's what this is. Yeah. Oh man, could you imagine how good Taz would be doing like a TRL? Like yeah, on an if, ECW paper. If Taz didn't have to stick to the point. I yeah. mean, you just let him go. Have we all by the way seen that brief clip that was that's going around online of the somebody clipped the the greatest northern light suplex bridge of all time by Taz? Um No. I need to check out who it was that uh, I want to give credit uh, and hope that people Again, look I, it up because it's I was going to say, I'm no longer terminally online, so I miss a lot of this stuff yeah. now. Okay, so it's uh, it's on, it looks like it's on Mikey Whipwreck. Okay. Um, and it's uh, Robert Ego Anthony uh, tweeted out, and it's just an unbelievable Northern Lights bridge. Um, I have it retweeted in my feed, so you can check mm-hmm. it out there. Uh, it's just gorgeous. But anyway, uh, yes, we are here, ECW November to remember 1999. Um, I am going in completely blank on this one, Lee. Um, I have no idea what is about to happen in front of us. Um, do you know, do you have any memories of November to remember 1999 or are you a blank slate as well? Um, I'm coming in fairly blank on this one because I, I just saw the, the brief description they give on the network and I read the main event and the kind of the semi-main and I'm just like, hmm. In spite of having seen the show, I don't remember these matches. Mm. Okay. This is November. You do not remember. Okay. Um, So, yes, as Lee said, we're watching the WWE Network version, which is two hours, 36 minutes and 16 seconds. Uh, We have it uh, paused right between the one to two second mark where the... uh, the lower third of ECW N2R99 Flickinger Center uh, in New York uh, has just appeared on the screen. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to count us down and say three, two, one, play. 
uh, and then we'll get going. I will try and leave the volume up a little bit for a few seconds uh, so that people can try and sync the volume with their own playback. Um, so are we ready, Lee? Yep, I'm ready to go. Okay, right. Three, two, one, and play. So we have Joey and Cyrus in the ring. It's uh, Cyrus with his tortoise. Mm. Matt Seidel obviously stealing his gimmicks from the greatest of all time. Turn that down. It's very, um, I don't know if you were uh, an X-Men guy growing up, but very Mr. Sinister. I mean, I I'm not, wasn't an X-Men guy, but I mean, there was the Sinister Minister in ECW. This is true. Maybe one specific... Maybe Paul, he was a big X-Men guy. Yeah, what, why does Callus have one glove on? Don't know. Don Callis, one of the rare people that looks better without his hair. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's... It's good that the receding hairline finally caught him because that is a horrible mop of greasy hair. Maybe he was still waiting for that supermodel drawn in uh, WWF. Yeah. Like, I mean, he has great volume oh, to look, the hair. Look, look at the mullet speaking on the security which, guard in the background. Yes, speaking of volume. That's a man who had that hair under an iron. Yeah. That is like Fit Finley's mullet wishes it was that guy's mullet. <laughs> he has posters of that mullet on, on its wall. So what what did you think of the, the typical ECW start to a pay-per-view of Joey and a person in the ring? Um, I was a fan of it. It, it, it. it was uniquely ECW at the time. Obviously, yeah. a lot of companies would go on to mimic it. Yeah. Um, I did like that um, Lenny Leonard went on to have his own version of it. Yeah. Like when he do the EC or the ROH shows and then the Evolve shows, Lenny would just do the kind of his own version of the Open. Mm. I, miss, I, I, I miss that Joel joke. I don't know what he said. It was about his balls, Lee, would you believe? Believe it or not, I would. I think this is like this format to start a pay-per-view. I'd say it was like a lot less tiresome before the, the era of like all WWE shows open with a 20-minute promo. Mm -hmm. Again, like at the time... WCW pay-per-views, WWF pay-per-views pretty much would start straight away going to the ring. Yeah. Like, they might not have been wall-to-wall -wall wrestling, but they didn't start with an in-ring promo generally. Hmm. Is this one of the shows where we get Cyrus versus Gertner? Oh, here we go. Oh, hello. Oh, you mean Leather Daddy? 
He's got the leather bum bag. Yeah. Jeans with no belt. It's a very 1999 look. Yeah. The uh, half turned up collar. Yeah, I was just going to say the popped collar and the leather jacket. So that's Taz that's been in the opening segment of both the ECW pay-per-views we watched. Because, of course, he had the, the promo to yeah. uh, threaten every other champion on Living Dangerously. <laughs> Getting you sold out, Chance. In the truck. <laughs> so, Taz is mad at Joey for some reason. Yeah. I don't know what it was always about the sound mix at ECW where like the first couple of words of every Joey Styles line in the ring his mic is turned down that had to be a rib so I'm guessing Paz has gone full heel again post losing the title hmm. well he is literally right about to leave yeah that was actually the, the thing. I did not remember that he showed up post uh, Anarchy Rules. Yeah. And of course, he would famously return in 2000 to win the belt back off Mike Awesome. Yeah, it was like April 2000, wasn't it? Yeah, because then he showed up on, on Smackdown. Smackdown with the belt. Yeah. And Tommy Dreamer, for some reason. Joel is delighted that Joey's getting served yeah. here. There's this four men in the ring now, right? Mm-hmm. Joel Gartner, Joey Styles, Taz, and Cyrus. And if I told you that in the year 2022, two of these men would be pivotal TV presences for a wrestling company, would you have guessed? <laughs> you would have got at least one wrong, wouldn't you? Yeah. You probably would have said Taz. Yeah, I think most people would have said, yeah, Gertner, he can get being cancelled. Yeah. Cyrus definitely looks like he's going to get cancelled at some stage. Joey feels like one of those guys that like the uh, you know wrestling fans in their late teens early 20s will eventually uncover on the network yeah. and be like whoa <laughs> do you remember like the whoa Sabu's cancelled thing <laughs> a couple of years ago <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard Joe Lanza's solo audio but every time he does like the ECW shows he's like I regret to inform you 
that Sabu was cancelled. <laughs> because he's done so he says something on a promo or you know, somebody says something on a promo and he'd be like, I regret to inform you that X is cancelled. <laughs> like Don Morocco will cut some kind of homophobic promo. <laughs> What a not hot start to a pay-per-view this is. Yeah, I was going to say, this is going on quite a while. Who would have thought that 25 minutes of the whole runtime would be Joey Styles and Tass going at it? <laughs> now, that said, would I like to see him suplex Joey Styles around? Absolutely. Yes, I would. Fuck him up, Joey Chance. Scott Fatcher, not even creative about that. It's really funny if you watch the crowd as like the crowd are like not feeling the segment but anytime someone swears they're like Ugh. yeah it's it's very uh very late 90s ah uh, poor joel i think taz is going to be rediscovered as a wrestler in the next couple of years Based on new people coming along and kind of seeing them on AEW. <laughs> yeah, seeing Hook. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. AEW's FTW title. I tell you what, if Hook becomes half the promo as that was. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, look, if you could if you could look like Hook and wrestle and talk like Taz, that's Well I mean we've seen him he can basically wrestle like him. Yeah. There we go. Okay, now we finally get the opening credits of the pay per view. <laughs> I was gonna say, there we go, we finally get the uh, backstory to Callus and Taz being friends. Mm. the 7th annual ECW November to remember again a reminder that just because something is annual it's not always good no <laughs> I do love these opening oh, sequences they're, they're brilliant this is, this is one thing that AEW should absolutely copy it's just absolute chaos. Well, maybe not this part, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Lita, by the way. 
Yeah, and was it Angelica? Yeah. Uh, Is that her name? Oh, I can't remember, yeah. Super crazy. Kikash. But I think people like who weren't like watching at the time and weren't necessarily or reading wrestling magazines mm. uh, or early days online will be surprised by some of the people that even late on showed up for a I, cup of coffee. I was just going to say, this roster is actually fairly good for how maligned it is at the time. Like, it's still a pretty good roster. Yeah. In hindsight, especially. I don't know who the big jacked up old, old up dude is. Dick. Of course. <laughs> Dick Hurts. Dick, it's Dick Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Simon and his big dick. That's right. Yeah. Dave, I'm going to shock you I here. Mean, it is a big duck. It is a big dick, the, to be fair. This whole gimmick is based on dick jokes. I don't know if you're aware of this. Yeah. As long as you can I don't know if you can use the clean cut trope when the man clearly has... A nipple ring? Uh, yeah. <laughs> nipple ring choker and like a pair of leather pants two sizes too small. I tell you, the, the, ch- the male choker is not a look that age as well. No. <laughs> this is the most like if you've never seen this act guys it's like the most 1999 gay panic yeah it, innuendo it's, it, joke. it's gay panic innuendo stuff and it's like look it's not it, good it, it's but it's almost so unsubtle it's, it's so funny. over the top it's funny yeah like, I don't think it's funny in the way they think no, it's funny. they think it's funny because they think it's gay for, oh, gay. They also, I think, think it's clever. And I find it funny because it very much isn't. So there's Jazz. Jazz coming out to some kind of in-house hip-hop. There's some... Some real quality overdubbing mm. from our friends at World Wrestling Entertainment. A sign there that said, I love Japan. <laughs> well, I'm guessing Don brought Kenny with him. You want to talk about people who, like, if they had arrived a generation later, would have made a lot of money in wrestling. Jazz. Yeah. That where you put prime jazz, you put prime jazz and uh, TNA with Kong and the knockouts. Gale yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say like you know mid twenty tens WWE women, no. but yeah, that kind of yeah, the in between the knockouts era. Yeah, I don't know if you caught the name of that move. Was there, that Lee. the female implant? The penile implant. Oh, penile. I, I just I heard implant. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Little spike. Love me some uh, LSD. <laughs> You're well known for it. <laughs> 
It helps that we're the same height. <laughs> I also go around kicking people in the balls, so, you know. So, straight in, acid drop. I love how useless the big guys are in ECW as well. It's like yeah. a real trope that they're all shit. Yeah. Except for Sid. <laughs> Which is, like, very much true of wrestling. Most big guys are absolutely shit, except for Sid. <laughs> Oh, we've got Callus and uh, or Cyrus and Joey on commentary for the whole show, I'm guessing. Mm. I also think it's it's more fun to go into an ECW show not knowing what you're going to get because the matches can go any yeah. way. Yeah, and because they have that, and this is something I was going to talk to you about. I don't know if we hit on it on the on the last ECW show we did. It's like, uh, spike there with like a, a thump. spinning a wheel kick off the apron, but he like spun the opposite direction yeah. to what you would expect, and then he's got a wooden deck chair. Okay, I don't care where this hits you on the body; it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Do they even make chairs like that anymore? Uh, I'm sure Woody still sell them. Mm. Um, I was gonna ask you what what do you feel about like the style uh, of ECW Ooh, production where it was too. like less like segment break segment and more like all segments bleed I, into one I another. I love oh Simon's busted bad already. Yeah, speaking of bleeding, that uh, that that deck chair actually had to hurt. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love that whole style of everything bleeding into one another because the whole promotion feels melded together. Like everyone, something happening in match one has a consequence on the match five, you know? It doesn't feel as much like a show. No, re remember when Cody was in AEW and it was like Cody was in his own universe away from everything else that was going yes. on on the show? Yes, the Codyverse. Yes. Again, that's good and cool for a while. Yeah. But I love when everything is interconnected. Yeah. It's good, like, when Aaron Anderson is standing outside his house burning things in a rubbish bin and threatening to shoot people. Shoot people in cars for cutting them off or whatever. Yeah. One of the things we've really missed out on since Cody left is fucking Glock Anderson. <laughs> that's got to... That's... I'm trying to figure out, was that a hard way cut or did he... It was at a hard way headbutt to the dick from Spike there. I mean, that absolutely was. Again, uh, was Spike there Dudley's your winner? And that was a that was a fucking fast count. Was there a more protected finish in ECW than the acid drop? Oh, speaking Here of uses, because yeah. Oh, no, Joe. Oh, awesome looking power bomb on ass, Spike. Oh, I felt like I was such on such an island as a kid that I was a massive Nunzio fan. <laughs> Big Sal. Little Guido was great. Nova. Oh, fuck's sake. Mr. Talent <laughs> Relations himself. See, this is cool where the matches just bleed into one another. So now we've got Nova yeah. versus Nunzio. Um, Little Guido. What what's great about this is that like you could see the referee switch there. Yeah, it was John <laughs> John Finnegan for the first one, and now it's um, 
uh, what's the unfold's name? Uh, he was Sabu's minder. Um, I can't remember his name. Do you remember Lee when you used to be able to tell the difference between referees? Yeah. Jack Down. I was in fuck the world. Yeah, I was only. <laughs> I, yeah, I was only thinking about this recently. Um, about how like I know the names of all the referees in AEW, mm-hmm. and that's the first time I've been able to say that about a company in twenty years. Yes, yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Since the referees yeah. feuded at Invasion. Oh my god. Can I just? Uh, <laughs> oh, is Nunjal busted now? I think he might be. Um, in a there's a lot of wood around ringside for some reason. <laughs> there is. Yeah. It seems like probably the splinters off that chair. The barriers are being held held into wooden crates for some reason. Incredibly low red. Um, can I recommend uh, an episode of another podcast? Because you've just reminded me of it. The uh, the Attitude Era podcast episode on the invasion. I've heard it. Where yeah, where Kevin Mann has an absolute breakdown over the, over the referee that match. referees match. Yeah. It's one of the best bits of audio on a wrestling podcast I've ever heard. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he he goes through some kind of crisis talking about that match. Yeah, especially because there's a bit where he calls. What's he calls Nick Pat uh, JR and commentary calls Nick Patrick a young kid and he's like fifty six years old or something at that point. He'd been so broken down he'd had to retire from wrestling twenty years previously. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Nick Patrick, is it Eastbound and Down is returning? Is it? Yeah, they're doing a new series yeah. of it next year. I watched um um, speaking of uh, the boy himself, Kenny Bowers, I watched for the first time in my life. This might shock some people. Over the weekend, Tropic Thunder. Get out of here! I'd never seen it before. A fantastic movie. Which is funny because, like, I'm I, like I, I was such a Ben Stiller fan mm. back in his pomp, and I love Jack Black. And it came out of I was rewatching some Jack Black films over the weekend. Okay. Uh, because I just. There are very few comfort films as good as School of Rock. Connor, I watched School of Rock at the weekend. Loves that movie. It's a five star movie, Lee. It's as simple as that. Um, it is a very good movie. Into, a real, very feel good movie. And that led me into uh, rewatching the Tenacious D movie, oh, which is a top rope uh, Samoan drop there. Which for some reason Guido got the cover off. <laughs> Guido already got the deer fall. Um, but yeah, I rewatched the Tenacious D movie, which is like, um, I've not watched that since it came out. It's by no means perfect, by no means perfect, but I'll tell you what, it's got a real charm to it. Mm. Oh, powerbomb into a cutter. Powerbomb reversal into a cutter. I think some bad camera work there meant you missed Big Sal breaking up the pin. Yeah, Big Sal now blocking off most of the ring in the light of the sun. He was a big dude, wasn't he? Yeah. Very good book, though.
Tamakazi. Was the biggest fan of the bump Nova took there. It was a fairly cartoon bump mm, well, I mean, for that. It's Nova. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, Simon, that's Simon great. Dean, that's an all time great character. Uh, yes, for sure. That was great stuff from Guido there. He, was, Trump, like, he had his arms up in celebration and then dropped an elbow in one movement. Oh, and big, another big Sally splash. Chris Chatty and his <laughs> Prince-esque fluffy short. Look at those ruffles. It's amazing that he was tasked. Yeah, also that is one of the most embarrassing looking Irish whip reversals I've ever seen. Danny touring a rope killer here now. There were heels at this point, obviously. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm so thankful this is how we watch ECW yeah. shows and not the standard note taking because I usually do like a oh. line break. On. That was a, a barely, uh, Roadkill oh, barely made it uh, three quarters of the way across the ring there. <laughs> I, I usually do a line break on my notes for every segment change mm. and we have yet to have a segment change officially. Roadkill getting a pop. Yeah. As I live and breathe. I think by the time ECW would return to a pay-per-view in January, uh, mm. Danny Doring and Roadkill were faces. <laughs> if I remember correctly. Those are some trousers, by the way, on Chris Jetty. What is it, like blue snakeskin... It's either snakeskin or it's like that kind of like blue leopard print. A half visual ecwwrestling.com <laughs> banner in the back of this. Like this. It's just. <laughs> it's not even it's, a search like they have on it. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking charming how low rent this thing is. Oh, here we go. Steve Carino, who still hasn't yeah. grown into himself. Uh, Jack Victory. Nope. And Tajiri. Yeah, Yoshihiro Tajiri. So this is what I believe was the network. These are all Cyrus's guys. Jack Victory with a V spray painted into the back of his head. Mm-hmm. We're also like mere months away from Tajiri jumping, aren't we? Uh, no, Tajiri was until 2001. Oh, it was 2001. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Regal was commish. Tajiri was pre-invasion. Yeah. But post-ECW shutting down. Yeah, he arrived around the same time as Heyman. Mm-hmm. Was Tajiri the god of the three-way dance? It's wild that Tajiri kind of still looks the same. Is it though? What? Yeah, I said, is it though? <laughs> <laughs> like he definitely doesn't move like he used to. He looks so much better with the, the long trousers than he did with the wrestling gear though. 
I tell you what, that seems it's doing nothing for uh, Steve Carino. <laughs> God bless him. It's one of those where, like, he he doesn't really have the figure for the singlet. No. Um, and it's also maybe slightly too large for him, yeah. which is, like, the, the worst combination you can have in a singlet. Um... I think you're actually a couple of seconds behind me. Yeah, I'm gonna go catch up now. Um. Yeah, it's 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 weird. Like, um, Carino is one of them guys that he jumped to NXT and what, like, 2018, wasn't it? Like, yeah, something like that. Just before AEW became a thing. Yeah. And it's amazing if he had a stuck around, we wouldn't have got Callus. Mm-hmm. on New Japan commentary and we might have got Steve Carino in AEW in the sense of on commentary the the, the sliding doors there is mm-hmm. and I don't uh, know if, I don't know if Carino's still an NXT guy Um. yeah I think he is because weren't people surprised because they um is it he? Is it he's? Is he married, married to Alice in Danger? Oh, I, that they hired her and fired her. Yeah, and he I, stayed. I, I don't know if they were married or long time like close friends or whatever it was. Mm. Or was it his sister? I I can't remember the exact relationship, but yeah, yeah. So we've got Tajiri, super crazy, and somebody in a three way dance. Somebody, uh, what is your timestamp there, pal? Uh, just like so you... just at thirty minutes and seven seconds, eight seconds, nine seconds. What's that? Sorry, again. Uh, thirty minutes and now I'm at thirty minutes fifteen. Okay, thank you. So Jerry Lynn is the third man in this three-way dance. That's pretty good. That that's a pretty good third that, man. That's a pretty tasty three-way, I have to say. Jerry Lynn with taped ribs. The uh, DDP special. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you talked about this on the uh, previous show, but I love the ECW minimal entranceway. Yeah. It was one of those things that like it comes out of the like the practicality that they just didn't have the money for big fucking mm-hmm. Titan Trons or something like that. But it gives them gives them a different vibe. Yeah, like for all intents and purposes, it's a black curtain, an ECW sign, and some fake stone. Yeah, and you've got like the little banners for the pay per view up uh yeah. on the sides of the arena. Again, didn't cost much to get them made. Like if you look it's just a plain black uh, bring skirts. Okay. You say as well now as they're doing his intro here that like um, much as we said that like Yoshihiro Tajiri kind of still looks the same and to some extent Jerry Lynn kind of looks the same mm. uh, just like less hair and what's there is grey um, 
but super crazy looks like an entirely different human being yes. in 1999 than even he would during his smackdown run yeah that man bloated up some first for his uh yeah wwe run he got uh he got barrel chested mm-hmm. in the the early to mid 2000s he was a lucha brawler body before that was a thing yeah god carino's hair is shit oh, it's awful isn't it because like i was just looking at it there as he was getting out of the ring and it's like he's got the like it's long hair all around but he's got it clipped to like uh the the kind of the locks either side of his head are clipped to about ear length mm-hmm. and then the back of it runs down past oh, his shoulders fuck. those are some kicks <laughs> Sorry, i'm laughing <laughs> crazy and jerry lynn go for a lockup and Terry just goes i'm not having any of that shit and kicks the two of them <laughs> yeah This, this one's gonna be good yeah already we're getting some double team moves yeah super crazy taking the uh, advertising route and wrestling in his new t-shirt mm. insane old, the, insane uh, old luchador jeez mm. he picked up the speed there the beautiful head scissors mm-hmm. Arm drag out of the tilt the backbreaker. And we get the respect. Yeah. And here we get the like the you know, the two sides of ECW. So we had like all the kind of the shenanigans and the fun and a big mm. shit guy and, and a little <laughs> a little speedy guy uh, earlier on. And now we just get some real good fucking wrestling in this. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, no, you saved it. Back into the... Oh, wait, no, you saved it. Tajiri seemed to mess up a yeah. sunset flip. And instead, they just um, changed it into a tarantula attempt. Really quick, thank him. We should say Jack Victory is in a wheelchair. Yes. Not really sure why. But he's gone like between the wheelchair and the shades. He's full Doctor Strange love out there. <laughs> it's amazing. Like like I said earlier on, it, it's a much maligned roster, but like it's incredible the matches that this roster could put on if they if they chose to. Yeah. Maligned, but you're like if we're doing a fantasy draft, you're picking all three men in this match. Like, oh yeah, easily, and like Guido. Would absolutely get chosen. LSD. LSD, yeah. Beautiful acid immune salt by uh, Tajiri. Mm-hmm. We should say he's still Yoshihiro Tajiri at this stage. Yes. He had yet to lose his last you, first name. You're definitely picking Dick Hurts in your fantasy draft as well. Uh, I mean, listen, nothing wrong with a bit of Dick Hurts on the pay per view. <laughs> We got some first instance of a uh, crowd brawling. Yeah. Oh, it's all it's all. I was those just gonna say it, crowd. it would seem that the crowd have these wooden deck chairs as well. So it's not an ECW. They're just in an arena from the nineteen twenties World's Fair. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely getting some crowd brawling here. And you know, I hate crowd brawling, but if there's one company where I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of know I'm I'm going to get some crowd brawling. It's easy to be. It's easy to be. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, Super Crazy just peeled away from the other two. So I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah here we go. There we go. Big old Moonsault. Oh, the t-shirt's gone. Moonsault off an exit. Great stuff. Now, I'm going to say it. It doesn't look incredibly high. Maybe, what, nine, ten feet in the air? Yeah. I wouldn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't take that. Don't take it as me shitting on him. I'm just saying it's by the... uh, grading on a curve of you know this is ECW it's not a very tall uh, dive no and by where things would go and like you know over the next year and a half you have Jeff Hardy starting to jump off very high things mm-hmm. as well oh man did you see the clip from uh, the Dragon Gate dudes in America they were no. doing a show in the west coast somewhere and they did a spot where one of them was on like a balcony and the other guy was on the middle rope and did a crossbody from the balcony into the ring. Jesus. It looked great. I will say, it, you, you love your independent wrestling. I'm guessing you're going to get some wrecks for uh, the Dragon Gate guys during the next month on their excursions to the US. Do you know what? Please do hit me with that, people. I think Jerry Lane was just going for a gory special there. Oh, tilt were a backbreaker. Said it before. Love that move. Mm. Where's the Jerry just fucking drop kicks him in the knee? <laughs> Straight forward. <laughs> Lane goes for a hook around and Craig's just like, nope, power one. I think the worst part about being in a three-way with the Jerry is, you know, at one stage you're going to go for a pin and get kicked in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and how close that uh, kick lands to your face, for real, is anyone's Yeah, it's, it's really not up to you. <laughs> We're just getting some uh, finisher spam now. We got the... Cradle, mm-hmm. cradle, pile driver from Jerry Lynn. Ooh, the jury snap a brainbuster on Super Crazy, and Crazy is gone. Of course, EC will be three way dance elimination rules. Yes, forgot. which you know what, big fan. All for it, yeah. Something we don't see enough of in modern wrestling is a good elimination match. Yeah. I know uh, AEW have gone the uh, blood and gut through. I think, again, if they mm-hmm. wanted to be slightly different to uh, WWE, a good way to go would be do kind of like elimination matches to blow off feuds. And you know what? They don't do a lot of um, three-way matches. No, they, they, it, they do a lot of... It, it seems to be a thing that Tony Tony Khan isn't into the multi, multi-person multi match, so... Yeah, he is. Like, he's done a lot of um, three-way tags. Mm.
Like, I don't think they even had like a straight four-way match in AEW. Uh, well, the women did at the last pay-per-view. Yes, that could have been the first instant, instance of it, actually. Yeah. And I remember there was, I was trying to think of three ways, like, uh, with three singles wrestlers. The last one I can remember is, do you remember they did one for the TNT title? Which was like, was it uh, Sammy Andrade and someone? Jeez, that must have been reason. I don't recall that, actually. Uh, I want to, was it Sammy Andrade and... Like Mahardy or something, was it? Derby? Derby? Derby, maybe? I could be just making Ooh. it up entirely. Oh, what a tight German. Oh, yeah. No, it was on... Um, yes, do you remember they did the TNT title um, three-way on, like, the go-home for the pay-per-view? Um, was it Revolution? Okay, so it's the start of the year. Oh. No, I, I genuinely don't recall it. Yeah, on the the fourth oh, of March. No, I do actually. Rampage. I do, I do because um, I think everyone was anticipating that Andrade was going to get the title. Yeah. Again, if there's something that I hope comes out of all the shit in the AW at the moment, an Andrade push needs yeah. to happen. Stupid, sexy Andrade. <laughs> I think we've talked about it before. Tajiri was so underutilized. Yeah. Like he could have been he could have been like a WWE like Japanese star. Mm. Like they don't get me wrong, they used him well and like Tajiri in the cruiserweight division was good and like the comedy skits with Regal and all that, that are memorable, but like he absolutely could have been used higher up on the card. Mm. It's uh, unfortunately a characterizing feature of his whole career, really. Oh, what a snap, German. Great bridge on it as well. Mm-hmm. We should say we're on to uh, the third referee of the night for uh, this match. I can't, again, cannot recall his name. Oh, the, the ribs come into play as Lynn can't get the, yeah. the pile driver. Oh. Firing up. He's, he, he's leaning up. <laughs> he's leaning up. <laughs> Great pile driver. Oh. And he's got the win. See, there you go. That that's another case of where doing a, a clean loss doesn't harm somebody. No. And Carino in now for the the sneak attack. Because of course he is. Jack Victory, who was out of the wheelchair, got drop kicked off the apron. 
Pile driver on Carino. And there is your baby face standing tall. Yeah. Dark Victory now out of the wheelchair. Yeah. And consoling his boy. <laughs> his poor... Steve Credo, his poor dead son. has <laughs> been... Pile-driven to absolute pieces. As Mullet Man escorts Jerry Lynn to the back. There you go, just super crazy anti-jury in one match doing jobs. And again, yeah. no no harm done to them at all. Nope. Tombstone, you just called it a tombstone holder. Not like Joey to get a move name wrong. I know, yeah. Oh, here we go. You got a new Jack Field. Staple going to the eye from uh, Angel and the Baldies to New Jack. You got to say, like, we're nearly at the top of the hour and it's flown by. Yeah, it really has. So we got the Baldies here. Are you familiar with the Baldies, Dave? Uh, as an act, no, I am not. So we've got Tony DeVito, uh-huh. Angel. Mm-hmm. I think that's Vito Lagrasso, who you might know better yes, know as Big is. Vito. Uh, friend of the show, Big Vito. Is he still liking the Instagram posts? He is, yeah. Antagonist. Good man. <laughs> and following us, most crucially. And I do not recall the big guy. It's a strong look, I gotta say. I mean, there's a group of men that saw The Rock at Royal Rumble 99 and said, you know what, there's our look. So we've got Axel and uh, Balls, the chair-swinging freaks. Balls in a Marilyn Manson t-shirt. Axel in a Motley Crue t-shirt. I don't know, Dave. Something tells me this will not be a wrestling classic. No. And something tells me there is going to be at least one chair shot that I'm going to flinch at. (laughs) So is it going to be a four on four? Is it four on two, four (laughs) on three? Who knows? Is it actually a match? (laughs) Okay, no, the bell has rung. Well, we've got the four baldies in the ring anyway. Yeah. Axel choke. Okay, oh, oh, yeah, okay, there's that chair shot. Axel just brains Tony DeVito. Tony DeVito would go on to have a run in ROH, wouldn't he, as part of the Carnage crew? I think you are correct. 
Um, we I think that... Do you want to describe the Baldi's uh, uniforms here to people? Yeah, well, as I said, it's the, the rock at Royal Rumble 99 with the black t-shirt. The black, well, the non-Adidas black two-stripe t-shirt and the, the Adidas yeah. track pants. Um, so it's yeah. a uniform that they all have. I, I think uh, I think one part that you're crucially leaving out is that the t-shirts are tucked into the tracksuit bottoms. Yes, and skin tight. Yeah. I think the big guy is bleeding. Uh, oh, hello. I'm guessing this is New Jack. Judging by the pop and the awful rap music on the network. Yeah. Yeah, we got New Jack. Has he got an eye patch? He is very gingerly dragging that trash can out. No, he's just got uh, some tape over his eye. We should say Angel is wrestling with a staple gun chained around his neck. Yeah. New Jack making the mistake of throwing the weapons to his opponents. But he's got a crutch and the crutch is broken when flying into the crowd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One of the men just got beamed with the, with the remainder of the crutch. I don't, baking tray. I, was that a baking tray? <laughs> <laughs> Something resembling a baking tray or a sink. So we've got the Angel and New Jack standoff here. And he's got a golf club. Got the five iron there. Five iron to his golf balls. I'm pretty sure he just broke the golf club on his back. Yes. Yes, he did. The big guy is bleeding. <laughs> the unidentified Baldy. I really should look up his name, actually. It's not like we're going anywhere. The match is going anywhere, so. Uh, yeah, New Jack's got the vacuum now. He's cleaning up. They are losing it for him cleaning up with Hoover. And that is a Hoover to the testicles. That's a blowjob he didn't want. hey <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed it, Dave, but there's a, a Balta Wood guitar there. There certainly is. I think somebody's going to... Uh... We better get used to those on our podcast, <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, okay, so... It couldn't be. Oh, that's a staple to the balls. Dave, I think... I could be wrong. I'm gonna I'm gonna check this. I'm gonna make sure. I might have identified who the the, the fourth Baldy is. Oh my god. Wooden chair across the back of Angel there. He is having a horrible time in the crowd. Balls has been left alone with a couple of Baldies. Big guy and Vito. Yeah, I have identified who the fourth man is. I don't think you. Who I don't think you'll man? quite believe this. Okay. 
as uh, Big Vito goes it's up. A, it's a uh, don't be seated. A, a beautiful elbow drop. It has to quite, be said. Quite a nice elbow drop. Not sure about the crotch chop afterwards. No, not so much. Um, he got a little bit overexcited we've there. We've got a, Ax, Axel. By the way, has got a, a ladder. We've got a WCW legend in the baldies. Oh, oh really? he just did a cannonball onto uh, Axel. Our balls, sorry. Um, yeah, it's a it's a WCW wrestler from the early nineties. Right. It's PM News. Oh wow. And he spells it P N Capital N E U Z. Well that's that sure is something, isn't mm-hmm. it? Uh Jack and Axel are setting up the ladder on top of a table against a tarp. Did you know that PN News wrestled in Ireland? Did he now? No, sorry, sorry, he's, sorry. He's a former NLW no, champion no, now. Sorry, I, I apologize. It's a different IWW. Ah. Uh, it's an IWW in Germany. Ah. Uh, the, uh, I suppose the longest non-defunct heavyweight title in, in Ireland, the NLW title, has quite a history. I wouldn't have been surprised if PN News no, had held it at one point. Wouldn't have shocked me. Uh, this was a title previously held by Rene Dupree, Rob Van Dam, and John Heidenreich, mm. among others. Okay. Uh, Jack is now standing on a basketball backboard, which is covered with a November to Remember banner. And he's doing one-handed crotch chops. And he just dived. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> so I love about the new Jack dive. There's absolutely no grace. No athleticism to it at all. It's just like Wiley Coyote. He walks out onto thin air. Yeah, and he, because the camera work is so shoddy, he just disappears into a sea of people. Yeah, he doesn't so much fall as plummet. <laughs> and he's back on his feet, we should say. Yeah. No sold it completely. Whereas Angel may possibly be dead. With New Jack, it's quite possible that he is, in fact, dead. <laughs> we literally... We didn't see the impact on Angel, and we sure as fuck haven't seen Angel. We, never, we may never see Angel again. There's one man very sternly shaking his head at New Jack. Oh, Jack, you took it too far, buddy. <laughs> and now he's now he's biting PN News' face off. I think he just took a toaster to the head or VCR something. something. Or oh, it's a, it's a Nintendo. It's an NES. Here's the two workers in the match now. We got Fido versus New Jack. A main event in any arena. I think you'll agree. Fido, who was just months away from becoming a. Uh, a Mameluke. Yeah. Look, I've, I think I've said it before in the podcast. There was a time where I was all in on Vito. They did for like a while in 2000. They, they, they gave him a push, didn't they? Yeah. But yeah. he's a Russo guy, so. Yeah. He would have thought the, the company oh. that got behind Vito. Angel is back and he's got the guitar. Shot to the back of the head. 
whole bag of flour in that some bitch. And that's the winning shot because that gets a three count. We all know it's the shots that you can't see that hurt you. Yeah. Axel looks confused. He doesn't understand how wrestling works. Yeah. <laughs> what a stretch for him. <laughs> Tony DeVito's a mess. What a unit. Tony Khan would absolutely give uh, the Baldies a push in 2022. Yeah. Baldies versus Truthbusters, man. There's a feud. <laughs> I tell you what. It's good booking, though, using New Jack to get the new guys over. Yeah. Or attempting, anyway. And, do you know what, again, crowd loved it. Yeah. Oh, we got Cyrus and Joey on camera. Uncomfortably close together. Look, woeful jib, but Don Callis, one of the all-time great on-screen personalities. Yeah. I love him. Oh, solemn Sabu. Sabu and Fonzie. It's really disconcerting seeing a solemn Fonzie, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's wild. Uh, I'm like, this is what he actually sounds like. <laughs> Just Fonzie's nearly crying here. Apparently Sabu's best friend, Ticho, has passed away. Again, with this dubbed over music, it's impossible to tell who's coming out here. <laughs> yeah, I know, it really is. People are happy about whoever it is. I'm going to guess it's not Tommy Dreamer. No, she's in the main event, I think. I think it's like, it's not Tommy Dreamer. Oh, it's Candido. Fuck yeah. Yay. Candido and uh, and Tammy, yeah. Tammy Cinch, who's still locked up, right? At the yeah. moment, I think so. Yeah. 
I was gonna say at this point in '99, still looking great. Yeah, absolutely. Just unfortunate what happened with Tammy and Chris. Yeah. Like right as they were getting cleaned up, and then Chris dies. Like just yeah. how different is her life if Chris doesn't die? Oh, I know. And like we always talk about, and rightfully so, what a talent Chris Candido mm-hmm. was, but. She was an unbelievable talent, like as a personality. Mm-hmm. Just give me one sec. Yeah. But I often think this, like, as well, where, you know, like I said, Chris Candida was a phenomenal wrestler, but like that act of, of him and Tammy was just unbelievable. And I remember her very early days of me watching wrestling as just being like this unbelievable personality. Like she had twice the charisma of half the WWF roster at the time, you know? Um, Yeah, she was great. Once again, no telling who. Oh, it's Sabu. Okay. I do love that, you know, that he's such a, like an unhinged maniac that you can see from, like, as he's approaching the ring that, you know, Tammy is fearful. And then as soon as he gets into the ring, Candido bails. Safe to say people are happy to see Sabu. Just absolutely fucking jacked to the gills, Candido. My God. Swollen. Is that even a little pop for Fonzie I hear?
go. <laughs> so we go straight for the dive. For the takedown, does it again. So you get the story of the match here where like Candido's gonna try have a Rosalind match. And Joey's already saying here is like he doesn't want Sabu to dictate the pace because he's not a street fighter. Load of shit. I don't know if it's splinters or trash or what the hell it is in the entrance way. Candido's haircut is shocking, by the way. Real fucking shave those sideburns. Camera guy getting real liberal with the crash zooms as well. Sabu goes for the plancha just like as Sabu is wont to do nearly lands directly on his own face he, you know homicidal suicidal genocidal you can't say the man didn't deliver stalling vertical there I am back here he is I'll now I'll do some uh, spider related business to attend to <laughs> it happens I don't know if you have these in uh, your part of the country but there's some fucking huge spiders going around at the moment 
had a couple during the summer. It's been a real couple of weeks for the uh, the old daddy long legs mm. around here. I don't know if just changing weather or what what it is, but uh, yeah, it's been a couple. That's usually when the um yeah when the weather starts to get a little bit more inclement, they all rush inside. Ah, it'll only last a week or two, and they'll all die anyway. So. Have I missed much action? Um, so Joey Styles is setting up as the battle of like Candido's trying to have a razzling match, and uh, at least early doors, Sabu was trying to have a street fight outside. He did a springboard plancha and um, nearly landed on his own head. It means Sabu, of course. Yeah, uh, but that's about it so far. To be fair. Oh, springboard leg drop. Or double jump, sorry. These referees love a quick enough count, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they all had their own variety of kind of fasts and um, cadence. Yeah. Oh, we got a table between the apron and the ring ringside barrier. Sabu absolutely loved a bit of that. Again, I need to know the context behind all the ringside barriers being put into boxes. Yeah, they look like they're being put in planters. Yeah. Like. There's a man taking a photo there beside the table that has a whopper moustache. Like a moustache that definitely was way past being fashionable in 1999. <laughs> oh no. We got Sabu standing on the table and Candido going to the top rope. Crotched. I have a feeling this is not going to end well for uh, either man. Oh, oh. Ran into the ring. So being that this is Buffalo, New York in 1999, how many future independent wrestlers do you think are at the show? I was going to say, what are the odds, as we said on the last show, of uh, a young Joe Lanza and a young Tony Khan being present? Uh, I don't know if JL was still into ECW by this stage, or still going to the shows anyway. Mm. Um, I think it's quite possible that you had a... some future ROH wrestlers that would have been in attendance yeah I'm trying to think who like what a homicide have been in attendance was he wrestling by 99 possibly low key all the kind of New York New Jersey crew Forced through the table, and uh, very luckily that certain parts of the table didn't splinter. Yeah, 
Did we just get a rope break? Yeah, I think we got... It, it looked like Tammy either was or was trying to get his foot on the rope for him. We've now got Sabu making a Candido humble. <laughs> oh, cheer shot. Oh, I love Candido. Air Sabu into the corner and uh, Candido stumbles out into the point of, point of the chair. Great stuff. Baseball slides. The, <laughs> Candido goes flying into the wooden chairs. Oh, here we go. Double jump into the crowd. Here we go. Oh... Crowd absolutely losing it now. Sabu getting annoyed with the chairs. <laughs> Candido's got one had one of the chairs hung through his arm. I wonder how much it cost this venue in chair damage alone. Having an ECW show in the arena. It does seem like they just are a basketball like a local basketball arena for like whatever high school college team whatever it is yeah and i suppose that that's one of the advantages of having that small set that you spoke about earlier is that they had the freedom yeah. to run these smaller buildings which probably cost them a lot but less. it's literally just bleachers and some deck chairs on the on the floor yeah it's like somewhere you get a, a wrestlemania week show yeah. popping up which i'm wondering is the wooden boxes because the the barriers don't get any traction on what looks like pretty cheap uh, matting over the basketball floor. Yeah, to stop it from yeah. sliding too much. Doing any damage true to the actual you know valuable part of the arena. Ooh. <laughs> I love Sabu. He just walks up the ropes into a splash. So. So, so not graceful. <laughs> Are the ECW fans directing a chant at Tammy there? By the sounds mm, of it. Seems like it. Again, Candido not long for the company at this stage. No. And that's to our benefit in mm -hmm. terms of getting to watch well, someone of quality. Or was it like, was it March he showed up? Was just before the reboot, wasn't it? Or possibly the reboot episode? Yeah, it was in or around. I want to say him and Mike Awesome don't show up too far apart. Let me have a look here. Oh, no. I never like when the tables are set up like this. No. Nope. It's like half set up. Oh, that'd suck. Candido kicking out of the uh, top rope Arabian leg, leg buster? No, Arabian. March. So, 
he would show up in so March. It was March just before the reboot in April. Yeah. He, uh... Yeah. He would win the Cruiserweight title at Spring Stampede in April. Of course. Part of the New Blood. Mm-hmm. Which would also be that match we won the title, if I'm not mistaken, was uh, when Tammy came with that's them. That's right, yes. Because he showed up by himself he did, first, and didn't then he? she debuted after the reboot. That's what it was, yeah. Love that over the shoulder mm, powerbomb. Always cool. will say Tammy has not played a big part in this match no no she hasn't nor has apart from um, oh, lovely pile driver apart from throwing the chair in earlier Fonzie mm-hmm. hasn't either uh, I'm going to take my leave yeah. now as uh, spiders don't call but nature does <laughs> totally understandable Yeah, so th- this pay-per-view really has, I don't know for everybody else, but it's really flown by, in my opinion. Like, we're an hour, it's over an hour and 15 minutes in, and nothing has really dragged, nothing has kind of outdated its welcome. Um, this Sabu Candido match has been very enjoyable from the bits I've seen. Lovely top rope superplex by Candido. Again, Candido, so underrated, so I don't think... Uh, Kind of modern fans. He's not a guy that modern fans seem to be aware of. Like obviously he died in, God was oh seven ish, um, after his leg unfortunate leg break in TNA and side effects from uh, the operation. But yeah, just just a guy that's just not talked about enough is uh, Chris Candido. He could do it all. He could fly. He could be a power junior. Just could go hold or hold with anybody. Crowd very into this match. Oh, nasty looking uh, springboard moonsault. Arabian moonsault um, by Sabu. Just landed on his knees more than anything else. Again, as Dave said, the, the man is not graceful for a guy that's known as a high flyer. Oh, Tammy gets involved and crutches Sabu. Possibly setting up for the super bomb by Candido. Oh, Rana. Candido now going back to the top again. That ringside photographer has a hell of a moustache as well. Oh, Candido headbutt. Right to the chest. The kind of better place to do if you're going to do the headbutt. (laughs) I love Candido shouting, that's bullshit after the kick out. Possibly got Fonzie getting involved here. Oh, short pole driver there from Candido. Seems they could possibly be running out of ideas at this stage now in the match. We got another table coming out.
indeed he'll take this time here given Sabu a chance Ooh, a drop kick to the ankle <laughs> just a leg drop to the back of the head um, and we've got another table being set up this has to be table number four possibly five in this match I would have thought that we would have been about four segment transitions on no, that time we're I was gone. still on this match. We've got, as I just said, this is table number four or five in this match. I think I think they're starting to run out of ideas at this point. We've now got Tammy and yeah. Alfonso involved. Mm -hmm. Bill Alfonso with a front face lock on Tammy. Yeah, I will say, by the way, you can tell it's 1999 because the one bit of action uh, that Ooh. the cameraman is desperate. Ooh is desperate to not avoid is any movement of Sonny's cheeks. Yes. <laughs> and you're not talking about the ones in her face. I am not. Candido saves Tammy from the table and uh, it, gets leg dropped with both legs through the table. Yeah. Uh, to uh, describe the leer of the camera on Tammy <laughs> during this match would be like Maria in New Japan levels yes. nearly. <laughs> and we've all seen that gif yeah it's like it's like we don't know where some of the participants in the match were during the match but we know where ours yes. was at all times thanks to that one cameraman <laughs> oh we've got a an Arabian face buster with the chair and then Sabu makes Candido humble with the camel clutch for the taboo and then Fonzie has to off. drag him off him Rare tapo victory in a ECW. Yeah. Other than Taz, he didn't get many people using submissions. No. I do love Sabu's music. Yeah. Well, there you go, Joey Stiles talking about newfound respect for Candido. Mm. <laughs> Sabu looks absolutely yeah. bollocks. Don't think he want he want he did not want that match to uh, go that long. I love that the ba in the words in, in the words of the great philosopher, I'm done, Gus. <laughs> oh, we got uh, Masato Tanaka on a treadmill yeah surprised he's not already busted open speaking of men who pretty much yeah. look the same now I mean we saw him live well a couple of years ago that's still super weird to me we got AW's uh, social media manager and Mike Awesome yeah fucking size of Mike Awesome man I'm not looking forward to how sad we're going to be I know, at how I know. what they ha what WCW get handed to them on a platter with this guy. Actually, not even handed a platter. They paid a premium to get that guy out of yep. his contract. They paid so much money and then, and then just killed him. <laughs> I mean, people talk about waste of money in WCW. That's number one on the fucking list. Yeah, and it shouldn't have yeah. been. Do you know what I mean? Like, that should have been a very wise investment. Mm -hmm.
feel the power, take the bomb. Not quite the catchy slogan he thinks it is. No. Does Cyrus have a name tag? Yes, he does. What does it say? It says Cyrus and I can't see what it says underneath. I just don't understand why they have to stand so close to each other. I'm guessing they only had very limited space to do this shot. Yeah. So they had to get them as close as possible together. I do enjoy that the camera never stays still. It's constantly turning and fucking spinning. Dutch angle, reverse Dutch angle. I was here Cyrus say taking one for the boys is a time honored tradition. Okay. <laughs> is this uh, one Louis dangerously? Cosplaying, cosplaying yeah. as Paulie. Yep. The powers that be. The, the face of Francine. <laughs> At the security trauma though. <laughs> <laughs> There's just no one's having any of this. That was a yeah. good bit, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, that promo wasn't supposed to make here. Here we go, baby. Oh boy. Never a bad match when these two are in the ring. Nope. I love that Masato Tanaka has had the same tights, shorts, since basically 1998. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can imagine his rationale is like, well, these ones still work. <laughs> they still fit. His body hasn't changed at all. Yeah. <laughs> A no. few more scars. He's still got the most entertaining shoulder width to waist yeah. ratio of all time. Look at the size of him. Fuck. It's just he's he's built like an upside down trapezoid. Like that's <laughs> he's a human pyramid. Yeah. I hear some hard rock, so that can only mean one man. I tell you what. Isn't it fascinating that uh the new ECW world champion is now a mid-card act. Yeah. 
and I wonder if it wasn't totally unintentional because, or totally not intentional because Polly's big long-term plan was RVD versus Awesome. And it was yeah. going to be for both the belts or to unify them or whatever he was going to do. Mm. So I wonder if it wasn't intentional to always have like RVD ahead of Awesome on the card. The belt is looking great. Really does. Suits him. Such a pity that Rhino would then go on to burn it in a trash can on TNA. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you what, Judge Jeff Jones did a good job trading in Sid for Mike Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, this is like this this match is being third from the top is mad. Is this the the third third last match? Yeah. And we've still got over an hour on the on the show to run. Shit, I just cancelled out the show. <laughs> Stupid network. <laughs> Good man. Yeah, so we've got the T V title and the six man left. But the the Candido match was the longest uh okay. on the show. I suppose, yeah, but that's also the forgotten thing. Like, Polly brought this guy in and just put the belt on him. Yeah. Which is not something you see. Like, imagine. It's not something he, yeah, he did that much. No, like, I, I know the, the, the famous one is Jericho coming in and winning the TV title in, like, what, 95? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, like,. Can you imagine, I don't know, somebody coming in from DDT and just winning the AEW title? Yeah. It'd be nuts. Because again, for as much maligned as ECW was, it was absolutely the number three promotion in North America. And treated mm-hmm. as like a equal to EC or WCW and WWE at the time. Yeah. Although they called them the big three. Yeah. It wasn't like the big two. ECW. And then, you know, no, the it, this wasn't yeah. a WWE, TNA, oh yeah, and ROH thing. It was, no, it was the big three. Yeah. Ooh. Tanaka with some high flying, which you wouldn't see very often. No. I will say one thing I haven't noticed is any offensive signs. No, which like unusual for nineteen ninety nine. Even when Tammy was out, there wasn't too many offensive chants. No, there wasn't none. No, <laughs> but there wasn't as many as there you was might more than zero or, and or less than five. <laughs> How do we say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great return. <laughs> I'll tell you, she was out there for, what, the longest time on the show? Yeah. Although Francine still has to come out, so, you know. Let's not give them too mm-hmm. much credit too early. Oh, Francine no. and Tammy Limbitch. 
or Dom. She might have been Domri at this stage. So. Oh. Oh. Belly to belly on the head. Oh, big man Undertaker yeah. dive. Nobody did it better. I don't care. And as it, and Tanaka ended up with some balls <laughs> in his face. There. Not a bonus. <laughs> Insult to injury, Nala. Yeah. <laughs> Joey with a shot at uh, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care. For the size of the man, nobody did the big man dive better than Mike Awesome. Hmm. Like you, you, you talk about big guys now doing that stuff. For a comparison. Yeah. Like Keith Lee is probably a significantly larger human being than Mike Awesome. Hmm. But he can't quite do it as gracefully, I don't think. Also, I think it's it's become more of a yeah, big guys do yeah. dives now thing. It was completely freakish yeah. back then. Like, without a Mike Awesome, you're not getting a Brian Cage. No. Which, you know... Some, yeah, I was For just going to say... <laughs> some people would probably prefer not to have Mr. Get Your Shit In. Hmm. Awesome going to the top with a chair in hand. This is going to end badly. Mm. Oh my god. Two of the uh, sickest chair shots you're likely to see. Oof. Tanaka with a return. Oh, and the roaring elbow. Elbow drop with a chair onto a chair placed on Mike Austin's face. Mm. I do love that Joey just ran through uh, the three finishes that uh, Tanaka has. He's like he has the roar, roaring elbow, which you just seen, the diamond dust, and the tornado DDT out the corner onto the chairs, which we might be about to mm. see. Yeah, just. <laughs> So again, storytelling with 
Tanaka having to burn through his finishers to try to get through this big guy. Second one. Oh, Ooh. lovely. Reverse yeah. the second tornado DDT attempt into a sit-out spine buster. Man, what a lariat. One of your favourite moves. Damn right. I think we're about to see a table, Dave. I would think so. Oh, no. It's... I don't like the placement of that... Uh wooden crate behind that table I think Tanaka's head might be in danger here good lord oh Tanaka gets out of the awesome bomb attempt And now Tanaka saying he's going to put Awesome through the table out on the apron. Someone's going to die. Yeah. Oh. oh. Sit out Powerbomb off the apron by Mike Awesome. There's no way that doesn't hurt both guys. <laughs> as someone who just had their back worked on today I yeah I'm really glad I didn't become a wrestler might that have been the readjustment yeah. you needed Jesus. By 1999, Don Callis is a 10-year vet. Hmm. Oh, look at Awesome's leg. Yeah, his... Uh, it just, just south of his arse yeah. is bleeding. <laughs> Nasty old gash. So, of course... Jeff Jones puts another table into the ring because one just isn't enough. In for a penny, in for a pound, like. Might as well get a natchy, uh, a, a matching gnarly scar on the other arse cheek <laughs> while we're all here. I will say the crowd are all standing up at this stage. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they haven't sat down in a yeah, few even minutes. Even like the people up, kind of higher up on the raft, like the up above the ECW entranceway and stuff, seem to be standing up. Hmm. Oh no. I can see where this is going. Uh, top rope. Looks like it's going to be an avalanche awesome bomb. 
and that 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 oh table is not oh my god that table is not nearby and those men are not nearly steady enough on the rope oh reverse superplex oh, oh my god again Ashik first through the table yeah Fans are, are way into Tanaka at this stage. Mm -hmm. I think we're going for a diamond dust. There it is. Oh. oh my god. Oh. Tanaka just got dumped with a, f a German and then ate a fucking lariat in the face. Awesome splash. Awesome frog splash. Oof. Love this, I absolutely love it. And so yeah, does this crowd. This is this is great. Not 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 to be cliche, but this is awesome. I think we're gonna get a top rope awesome bump. Yeah. There it is. Incredible. And that's it. Great stuff. Lovely match. Not the best one oh, of no. their matches, but fabulous nonetheless. I mean, you want to talk about establishing a new champion. Let them go out and have matches like that. Yeah. Oh, covering the zone he actually squad. has the act Mike Awesome music. Oh, he does, yeah. I didn't notice that in the entrance. Oh. I think the fans may not have been aware of who he was before, but they know yeah. now. It is such a shame that he left. And they couldn't pay off whatever whatever the plan was to be. Mm. Oh, that's your shot.
I love in this promotion of all places, Joey Styles is apologising for using language. That release German yeah, is incredible. Sick. And he just rolled through. Man, that awesome mom was so good. Like the, the, the yeah. super awesome mom. Um, like the balance it requires to have two men of that size standing on the top rope and then execute a powerbomb. Yeah. Interesting that they're getting this match in before it has us gone. So they haven't. I, yeah. I can only assume having Taz do the job on the way out. So not only did he put over the new world champion and top contender, they're having him put over RVD as well. It's hmm. the way to do it if you know yeah, the guy's absolutely. leaving. Did I tell you I had this I had Taz's ECW music play in a had like a YouTube playlist or something in either the house or the car and uh, Connor was in the room or the car or whatever it was he's like I didn't know Taz came out to the war machine <laughs> I was like that's not war machine it is and I was like no that's his ECW music I said but he did use war machine yes I said it's based on it yeah <laughs> Yeah, his, uh, his ECW music is legally distinct from War Machine. Barely, but it is. I said, but he yeah. does use War Machine now on ECW or on uh, AEW shows. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I was more like, how do you know what War Machine is? <laughs> yeah, raising that kid right. Listen, this is why he's slapping the pair of us around in uh, that li- list, listen, listener listen. poll. Have you got a single got vote one. yet, buddy? <laughs> Did you get no? Was it wasn't you? me. It was my good close personal f- did the wife subscribe actually no if the wife subscribes she wouldn't have given you the pity vote she would have yeah, voted for Connor as well um, or you just to spite me uh, yeah <laughs> um, no it was uh, our, our good close personal friend and you know a guy that would be getting free subscription for many months is uh, <laughs> SD uh, Dakota um, I can't remember what Oh, it took him a while to remember your name there, pal. I'd be switching my vote. <laughs> Man, it's late at night. I've had a couple of whiskeys. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> it is worth saying, yeah. It is uh, half eleven on a school night yeah. for us. Well, school night for you. I, I'm, as I said, off this week. Oh, yeah, you're on your holidays. Um, you goddamn son of a bitch. Sorry, I just find it. Yeah. Here we go. Harry Chest RVD. Dakota Jones. I knew it was Jones, and I wasn't sure. I didn't want to say Jones without being sure. Um, yeah, he says love the opener and his top two. Yeah, I mean, look, D- Dakota has taste. 
I have my first offensive sign spotting oh, no. of the night there. Taz equals gay. That, that's unfortunate. You know, you couldn't avoid them being a 90s crowd for all that long. It's got a nice F.U. Taz sign. Yeah. The whole FM website. <laughs> How cool was RVD's entrance where he just walks around high five in the whole crowd? Ah, uh, and RVD was the man. RVD yeah. is the man. <laughs> it's like, was he 52 years yeah, old? Yeah, I, I pointed out a couple of months ago to a guy I worked with that was like familiar with wrestling and kind of followed some people on Twitter and Instagram whatever I was like have you seen RVD recently he's like no I said the man just you know wrestles occasionally and has threesomes with his girlfriends and he's yeah and he's just like sorry what (laughs) I said look up his Instagram and yeah he's just like yeah that that dude is just winning that life yeah Again, awful overload music here. Mm. If you've never experienced a real RVD ECW entrance with original music, you you got to watch one with RVD yeah. coming out to walk by Pantera. It's just an unbelievable tune. Again, in one of my former jobs, we would... Uh, play CDs Dave remember CDs I do we had a CD CDs. player at work and we would uh, occasionally because there was only two of us on the whole floor we would have Pantera Greatest Hits playing while working great great times great stuff we'd also have Girls Aloud but you know that, that was for we were in a different kind of mood I uh I used to despair when I my first job I worked uh, on the tills in Tesco, and on the playlist of the Tesco I worked in, um was the song I touch myself. <laughs> Get the fuck out! Is, I swear to Jesus, man, like it was the most disconcerting <laughs> thing in the world when like it's mid morning <laughs> and there's just like old grannies doing their shopping and just <laughs> yeah it was real bad oh God. I can't hear that song without thinking of the former progress wrestler oh yeah he got cancelled didn't he yeah he that, sure that, did. That had a feeling there was stuff that was said Sorry, I shouldn't say stuff that was said. Stuff that came out about him being awful. Mm. So odd seeing RVD with just one belt in ECW. Yeah. Doesn't seem to be any real theme to his uh, singlet this month. It's just Skull, no. Ying and Yang, RVD. What a star. <laughs> wasn't, Just like, wasn't it incredible that when he went into the WWF at the time and still his ring gear just looked so much better than everybody else's? Yeah. 
What they're going to say is like he's one of the very few people that was tied to the alliance and still got yeah. massively over in spite of that. Him, Kidman. And was there anybody else? Like Christian came out of it weaker. Booker came out of it weaker. Mm. Like I don't think there was anyone else other than those two that really came out of it in a position of strength. Uh, I guess. Um, no, no. <laughs> like really, I don't think there was. I think Kidman was just like head and shoulders above all the other juniors at the time. Mm. Our cruiserweights. And then RVD just had incredible matches with a ton of WWF guys to the point where they just couldn't deny him anymore. Even though they would attempt to for many, many years. I think I talked about this on uh, my my solo audio there a couple of weeks ago. Somebody asked if I were to be a wrestler, what would be my finishing hold? Um, yeah. I absolutely wanted to be Taz. Like, I, yeah. I was full on going to be like Irish Taz. Like, I was going to use the Katahajime, throw stupid suplexes and probably hurt people. So I'll ask you if you if you were to be a wrestler, what would be your your finishing maneuver? Um, I I'm trying to think what when we used to do like backyard slash bouncy castle wrestling when we were kids. What I would use. I was a big fan of a double arm DDT, like a foley style double arm DDT. Um, yeah. I know a move I used to always give myself my create wrestlers uh, that I could never really like pull off as a kid uh, was a falcon oh, yeah. arrow. Again, I, I, all I'm getting from this is that Dave, big hardcore Holly fan. Yeah. I used to always try to um, beat up your smaller cousin. No, I was going to say I used to always try to do fisherman suplexes as well but um i would either not be able to get the bridge because if it's a bouncy castle obviously it's harder to maintain mm. the bridge or because it was like another uncooperative eight-year-old they Give wouldn't the leg. let you yeah, hook yeah. the leg i'm telling you that those uh wrestling matches they were more of a shoot than most things you see now yeah damn right you have seen nothing man um, my myself and my my best friend at the time, Gareth, used to have a thing where we'd always try to catch each other in ankle locks, just in like everyday situations. <laughs> now you talking full like quarter angle style ankle locks, or like you going f- like full shamrock with the arm takedown and transitioning into an ankle uh, lock? I would always, well, I would always try to pick the ankle out of out of somewhere, and I would try and grapevine the legs. <laughs> so you were going, f- you were going full angle. It, so his insistence was on trying to get me in an ankle lock. And once he got me in the ankle lock, that was sufficient for Gareth. But my insistence would be getting him in the ankle lock and making sure he tapped out. <laughs> <laughs> so I needed to grapevine the legs so he wouldn't like roll out. 
yeah, it, it's crazy the stuff we would do as uh, kids. Yeah. I could do, I think I mentioned before in the show when we brought this up, I could do a swan tom back then, but it wasn't like my... Was it like graceful or was it a, uh, a Sabu-esque kind of sloppy... It was it was less like his usual ones and more like his yeah n- not sl- sloppy on the level of a subu but definitely in the kind of like I kind of walked off the it it was like I'd use either a ladder or or the shed in Garrett's house to go off and it was more just I'd kind of like launch myself with one foot and I wouldn't get any additional air I'd more Fall. kind of rotate yeah, yeah. as I fell yeah like the Jeff off the 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 set okay, at Royal yeah, Rumble yeah. 2000 or Jeff in yeah. AEW where he just fell and hurt people <laughs> yeah yeah I don't think I ever got the full like arse and body on someone I think I had pretty good aim with my my Santon I'll tell you Dave Dave more of a worker then than he is now yeah like when I think back on it, like the fact that the th- two moves I was going for all the time were double arm DDTs and fisherman suplexes. Like, where the fuck was I getting that from? I mean, obviously watching your uh, kawashi tapes. Yeah. Like I was such a Sean guy, even from like, you know, when I started yeah. watching, that I'm surprised a super kick yeah, wasn't my thing. Super kicks. Yeah. I don't know if I said this before, but I legit ate a super kick full on on the chin once. <laughs> Do you remember? Who was it? Was it Zig or Barry? Outside the Tivoli. Tried to super kick the other and fucking snot themselves on the it ground. Zig. It was Zig, Zig trying to do it to, to uh, Big Zig. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he full on snotted himself outside the Tivoli. Yeah. He won't, won't thank us Good for times. reminding people. That's Zig from uh, Journey True Gorilla, Gorilla Island fame. Yeah. Oh, RVD with a dive from one side of the arena to the other. Yeah. Just think of the amount of lawsuits there would have been if the ECW fans were that way inclined. You could ask uh, if you're a Journey Through Gorilla Island listener. The next time they look for Q and A's, you could ask which is more embarrassing: Zig eating shit on a super kick outside the Tivoli, or uh, Barry slapping Osprey's injured shoulder. On, some on some say he's still slapping the shoulder. <laughs> some say he'd get a lot more cheers for slapping <laughs> Osprey's injured shoulder now than he would have back then. Barry was the babyface all along yeah. in that feud. Oh, lovely, lovely uh, chop block. Shout out to Jamesy on that one. Every chop block. <laughs> if there's ever a chop block on the show, Jamesy gets a shout out. Yeah. Do think Taz apologised for his use of language on the show? I uh, I don't think he did. Uh, have you seen Taz on uh, the uh, YouTube show with RJ City, the Hey Hey W? No, 
I've literally only watched oh. a couple of episodes of that finally in the last couple of weeks. It's so and it's good. great. You, you you need to watch the Taz episode. Taz just buries him constantly. <laughs> what what uh, which episodes of it have you seen? Uh let me have a look here now. I'm gonna have a look in my Now again I I've only seen feed. a handful, but I've seen most of the most uh recent ones. I haven't gone back through the back catalogue that much. I haven't watched the uh Okay, so I watched the Statlander okay. one. Which is great because he kept cracking her. Um, um, sorry, I'm just trying to look through the whole. God, he's done twenty four oh, wow. of them already. Was that many? I watched some of the uh, Regal one. So good. Oh, Tiger Tazplex. Um, RVD with the fault. Oh yeah, and I watched the 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 Kingston. I have not seen the Kingston one yet. This is quite good. What's his latest one? Daddy yes, Magic I and watched Cool Hand Ange. Again, Cla- Claudio. Um, have you seen the the Tony Storm one? Very funny. No. The the real Taz and uh, Tony Storm ones are. Oh well, and obviously the most recent Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange, very good. Mm. Now Taz has got a table. No wonder this company went out of business. At the table and wooden chair budgets through the roof. The environmental problems this company caused just just on tables alone. Honestly. Ooh, RVD spin kick. RVD's hair for his level is at at least an eight. Yeah, I'd imagine even though it's what November that the uh, humidity in that arena at this stage of the night is pretty high. I, I'd say, frankly, yes. disgusting at this stage. We got the, the rolling thunder follow, uh, following the uh, handspring moonsault. Vintage RVD. Mm. Again, two of my favorite moves to give wrestlers in uh, the WWE games. I one of the things I can't wait for when we get to it on Black and Golden Days is <laughs> vintage Maxine. It's like her second match, punk. Vintage Maxine. Guys, if you're all feeling like we miss CM Punk a bit, just go on to YouTube. One of the the best uses of 15 minutes of your time will be that supercut of the summer that Punk spent on commentary I'm a, on got, Superstars, I'm Raw, and that. NXT. I didn't realize Fuck. it was a supercut. Oh, that clothesline. Oh, yeah, there is. Jesus. I really went for the rolling uh, monkey flip and just yeah. ate Taz's forearm. Because <laughs> um, he was commentating during King of the Ring, or he's like, King Kofi Kingston. That's <laughs> a great title, but not so good on the alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Imagine he got away with that. Yeah. Oh, if you want evidence of a period of time where Vince McMahon was not paying attention Super to commentary. Yeah. His open disdain for Scott Stanford, where he's just like glaring oh. at him. You got the leg capture, Tazplex. Through the table. Again, not not many people that Taz could do the leg capture Tazplex with, but mm. RVD, obviously one of them people. He called them. Um... In one of the episodes of NXT season three, he called it a train wreck. Didn't he? Yeah, because <laughs> it's horrible, but I can't look away. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch that super cool while we're uh, processing oh. this show. Fonzie in obviously big history between Fonzie and Taz. Fonzie who had uh, turned on Taz to align with Sabu and RVD. That's some ECW history for those who don't recall. Oh, RVD dropkick into the chair, into Taz's face. The Van Dominator, of course, yes. The man with the giant RVD thumb signs in the crowd is great. We are still over a year away from the debut of the Van Terminator, Dave. A move that you might know better as the Coast to Coast, made famous by Shane McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> it's most famous yeah, exponent. Um, absolutely. Unfortunately, that probably is true. It's most famous exponent. <laughs> I would guarantee more people have seen yeah. that finish at 17 oh. than have ever seen Van Damme do the Van Terminator. That was as fuck. You got a UFO club chant, Dave. Split yeah. legged moonsault, though. Brings it back. I love that Fonzie getting into the ring because he thinks it's over. <laughs> Oh, I think Taz legit fucked up his mouth. And I just, yeah. And then, like, as soon as it's it's a near fall, like Fonzie yeah. reverses direction and gets back out without hesitating. It's like, oh right, okay. Man, RVD is so good. Like, mm -hmm. I think sloppy, but so good. Yeah. Five star frog splash. Again, I think we mentioned this before. The, the big sell after he lands it. Yeah. Like it absolutely kills him. Which we would also see. I think I think we mentioned this on the uh, NXT show with Justin Gabriel. We don't see people mm -hmm. doing that anymore where like a top rope move hurts them just as much. Yeah. Oh, well, not just as much, but hurts them to, to perform it. But because it's such a lethal move, it's worth it. Yeah. Taz doing the honors. Yep, yeah, absolutely. I think I I genuinely do think this match is totally forgotten in the the timeline of Taz because it's told on uh, the Rise and Fall of ECW that Taz drops the title and is gone. Yeah. 
in people's minds mm -hmm. is already gone. Do we get a handshake, fist bump? High five. Even Fonzie got a handshake. Mm. <laughs> I love that RVD make sure he's killed first before going and celebrating. <laughs> Fonzie doing some kind of RVD slash Sabu dance. He's just a very excited man. Well, I think I think the mood has changed slightly as we get a a big cut, and Rhino is now on his way to the ring. Yeah. Considering what was left on the show, you can only speculate to how awful whatever it was the cut was. <laughs> just a thick man, Rhino. Have you ever seen that man in person? No. I, well, um, I don't think so. See, is he also a former NLW champion? It would like? not stun me. I'm, uh, let me cage match for one Rhino. Mm. Rhino cage match. Would you believe on cage matches wrestling style is described as powerhouse? Hmm. Okay, let me see. Just incredible. WCW, 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 NWA World Heavyweight Champ, Rockstar Pro Champion, DDT Iron Man Heavyweight Metal. Heavy metal champion. Oh, everyone's won that. OVW, OVW television champion. He has not been a uh, MLW champion, unfortunately. Oh, still time. So let me see. They say MLW. NLW. I, I, I think well, I said MLW as in Major League yeah. Wrestling that's not what I meant You big uh, just incredible fan, Dave. I couldn't say <laughs> I, don't I am. Think anyone can. He has uh, a near incurable case of uh, annoying face. <laughs> well, there's Lance and uh, Don Murray. Yeah. And yes. Just to confirm, she is now going by Don mm -hmm. Marie. 
So there has been apparently 29 NLW champions. Hmm. So let, me, let me run through some of these. We've got uh, Duncan Disorderly was the first champion. Sean Brennan. Right. Heidenreich. Yeah. Big, big change. Dude. Yeah. Yep. Uh, back to Sean Brennan. Then we have one Rob... That means there was a there was a Maxer Heidenreich yes. feud. Was this back when the title was being defended yes. in France a lot? Uh, well, yeah. no, Heidenreich won the. <laughs> You're not going to believe this. Where in all of Ireland do you think Heidenreich won the NLW t- title? Uh, based on your laughter, I'm going to guess, and I'll bet I'm right. No, Nace. Oh. Sean Brennan won it back in Ace. Um, uh, yeah, Heidenreich won the belt in Castlebar, County Mayo. Uh, <laughs> wrestling Jesus, hotbed. That's certainly one way to make an entrance. It actually would be less, like, less racy if she had just walked yeah. out in the nip. Um, okay, so we we had Sean Brennan again, Rob Robert Van Dam, Rene Dupree. Yeah. Then the title yeah. was vacated because apparently Rene would not do the job. Um, it didn't Dun- work for him. Duncan got another run. Uh, we had Michael Knight. Uh, okay. No idea. Uh, he won it in Germany. Then one Pack won it in Oberhausen. Pack. Pack. Had a, a nine day reign. Duncan got another run. Uh, Davari won the title in uh, Bordeaux. He would then drop the title to Sean Maxer. Then we're, we got Paul Tracy getting a run. Duncan, some other prick. Paul Tracy, <laughs> Danny Butler, prick. Paul Tracy. Butch, Prick, Butch, Ryan Smile, uh, Covid Denier, somebody else, uh, Guy Winning and Nine Misses, Prick, Super Cunt, and Snake Man. Oh, we should make title histories Liam Malone a feature on the yeah. show. <laughs> was that super cunt? There was a super cunt yeah. in there, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, if that won't get listeners pumped for this main event, what will? So our missing uh, Sandman's entrance has started. Obviously, it's not going to be... Yeah, it's the really shit uh, overdub. It's not even his WWE music. Oh. It's the one that they had for the early uh, ECW releases on the... What is it? 24-7? Mm. Yeah, Bruce I was just going to say that. Got there. that. Bruce Lee t-shirt. We should say this is our first instance of uh, post-hack... Saman. Yeah. 
There's a kid hanging out of him while he's crashing a beer. now understand why there was over an hour left with the uh, last three matches because Saman's entrance is going to go for a good 20 minutes yeah you missed out on a world where uh, much like Goldberg Jericho did a parody of this entrance and got lost mm. in the crowd Saman is now vibing to the music it's quite possible he's drunk at this stage <laughs> Lee, he's been in the village. His eyes are glassy at this point. He is, he is gone. That you know what? Look at that. I was that, just say, that that's a piece of man that knows he's not getting a major league run after this. Yeah, see that sign beside him says "Be safe, Sandman." Some guy on his cell phone. <laughs> Some man using fans to get himself over the rail. I mean, wrestlers would say that Saman is a better worker when he's drunk. Again, yeah. I'm not sure I want to test that uh, theory. I'm not sure how many of them wrestled him sober. Look at those eyes. That that's a man that's <laughs> the, the lights are on, but no one's home. I mean this is beer number four of the entrance alone. I don't know about you, Dave, but if I got through four beers in six minutes, <laughs> there's a chance I'm not standing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, they are Budweiser's, so it's absolute piss he's drinking. Ha! <laughs> Saman left that guy hanging after he fed him a beer, mm. threw it up for the high five, and Saman looked him dead in the eye and walked off. It's a fucking power move. So Saman is now just getting into the ring, and there's 16 minutes left. <laughs> and there's prop. He's not even in the ring yet. He's like he's still on the And there's probably an angle at the end of this match as well. Yeah, yeah. This may only be the fourth to last segment on the show. So, two thirds of the baby faces would be uh, were WCW wrestlers until a couple of months previous to this. 
uh, yeah. Two thirds of the heel team will go on to be, well, no, Lance will be gone in a couple of months, and the other guys wouldn't yeah. go until post ECW. Hmm. Yeah, one of them was the last yeah. ECW champion, and then the other guy in the match is Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. They were fucking shutting the lights off and realised he was still in there. I genuinely think I look more intimidating right now than just incredible. <laughs> look kind of similar though with the shaved head and the beard. I ah, know you're not nearly as hateable. Uh, well, it depends who you ask. But in but <laughs> end of this po- podcast, anyone in <laughs> Irish wrestling, <laughs> especially all them super cunts. Has Tommy Dreamer got like a broken arm or something? Yes, he, he definitely has something on his arm there, doesn't he? Yeah. Big elbow pad. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like one of those things that adjusts the ang the the how hmm. much you're able to extend it. It's one of them gimmicks that uh, Christian had on. Yeah. Man, look at the difference in Raven. Like from when we just saw him at Spring Stampede to now, what six months later? Yeah, makes me sad that we don't have mm-hmm. that much longer with him. Like between now and like this point, and two thousand and what five, it's just a lot of wasted there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Time for Raven, unfortunately. Like he has the same punk feud in early yeah. ROH, and some great. some slight TNA highlights. Hmm. But until the the world title win in TNA, it's just a lot of nothing. I'm guessing the tease here is that Raven and Sandman fucking hate each other, and Tommy mm-hmm. is the one that gets along with both. Kind of. Yeah. I'm assuming you have seen the uh, the Raven return to ECW. I have indeed. An all time great angle. Oh. You, yeah, you want to talk about pop. the whole thing of one segment running into the other, the Dudleys winning the titles. And then proclaiming that they're gonna leave with them only for Raven and Dreamer to fucking win the titles. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, Dreamer to come out and challenge them to a two on one. And then Raven to return. Okay, we still haven't had a lock up in this match. There we go. Thirteen minutes. Oh, referee just went on his arse. 
Just gotta say, one of the all-time messiest lockups yeah. to start the match as well. It's like Sandman nearly fell over. I don't know if you start this, but Sandman is wearing his WCW allocated Fubu jeans. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say I don't know if you noticed this, but Sandman is not a good wrestler. That goes without saying. Sandman also seems to have lifts in his shoes, so he's still in full WCW mode at this point. Yeah. This is the worker segment of this match now with Dreamer and Storm coming in. Yeah. Speaking of people on the show not long for this company. We would soon we would soon after this in the timeline when we eventually get there be blessed with Yeah, uh, you know what? There's one person I'm looking forward to coming into WCW Mouse it's Lance I think we're going to discover a couple of matches yeah. that don't get talked about anywhere near enough yeah I was a big um, I was a big Lance Storm and WCW fan him and Alex Skipper the original team in Canada yeah I'm guessing the the big feud at this moment is Sandman and Credible. Mm. Oh yeah, I had to look it up because I was trying to remember what he renamed the the three belts. Oh, he the, won. the the Saskatchewan. So there's the the U.S. title was renamed the Canadian mm. Heavyweight title, the uh, Cruiserweight title he renamed the 100 kilograms and under championship. And then there was the Saskatchewan Hardcore International yeah. title, a.k.a. Yeah. shit. I knew, I knew there was one that was the Saskatchewan something, something. And his the big fucking yeah. Canadian stickers he put on them. Phenomenal. Phenomenal stuff. Yeah. One of the top ten anime betrayals of all time when uh, Jim Duggan betrayed America. <laughs> to be fair, more people should betray America. <laughs> trying to get that fucking just incredible heat there Listen, you are. all I'm saying is there should be more uh, Benedict Arnold's in this world <laughs> I think Joey just named a super bomb a grave digger Again, one thing ECW was great for is wrestlers having a name for every single move they did. And Joey knowing them yeah. all. And and not horrendously cringy names either like you get in WWE now. 
Lance on that left foot super kick. Again, Lance, Ringer, so far ahead of pretty much everyone else in ECW. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, do you know, like, it is the... Oh, it is one of the more Jesus tired points, But... It absolutely blows my mind that Lance wasn't yoked. Yeah. Um, so, Raven just attempted to backdrop Credible and stumbled backwards and ended up backdropping Credible into the ropes. He yeah. landed on his own head then. Now we're getting finisher spam and breakups. That looked nasty. Mm. Um, Zaman just did a hand spring into the corner for no apparent reason. <laughs> it just did a somersault into a tree of woe. Slowly. Like, yeah. So slow. So gingerly. Even flow, incredible, gets a near fall. Be shocked, there's gonna be another table spot. <laughs> Where are they fucking keeping all these things? Oh, that is a cheap yeah, one. Yeah, I, I, I think that's mats, isn't it? Oh, Raven just dropped a whole dreamer and flung himself through a table. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, I was going. <laughs> I was going to say funny about the blue mats and then like really cheap looking brown ones underneath them, just to protect the yeah. uh, basketball floor. Right now, just gourd storm. So we're getting all kind of partners turning on partners here. A lot of that one wasn't quite intentional. Rhino now selling the cane shots. This is obviously the start of the Rhino push. Before his gear would get more stylized, the the R on the back at this time is full fucking team rocket. Like it's wow, that pop for the uh, women getting involved is uh, probably the second loudest on the whole show. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't going to be good. No. Well, Sandman's cancelled. <laughs> There's a shock. Oh, Raven just hit Sandman with a cane. 
accidentally. We got a That's Incredible Tombstone on Sandman and it's over. I love that Raven wasn't worried at first and then I was like, ah shit, I really didn't mean to hit him. Tell you what, not not the greatest pay per view of all. Yeah. Impact players stand not tall. Pay per view of all time, but Paul was trying to establish new people. You gotta give him credit there. Mm-hmm. And look, it, like I said, not the greatest of all time, but I had yeah, some I mean, fun. Look, the show closes with Raven or um, Credible Landstorm and Rhino standing tall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the Baldies going over New Jack. We had. Tanaka and Austin going out, going out and making each other. Yet yeah, really good three way. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's tr- he, he, he's trying. Taz did the 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 duty. Yeah, Taz put over RVD, so you you really like you can't shit on Heyman for trying to get new people over. Yeah, like he's using Sandman and Raven to get over the new guys. Taz doing the the job on the way out. Oh, grumpy raven, not happy. Cool Taz is back, <laughs> as we see the uh, the highlights yeah. of the show. <laughs> well, Lee, I suppose as we uh, we hit our our closing montage, uh, you kind of started talking about what you thought of the show there. Um, do you have any kind of in a days of thunder uh, vein any winners and losers in particular um, just as I'm watching the highlights here the three way I think all three guys in that in that match really Sean I think um, Awesome and Tanaka like I said went out and kind of made each other in a way that they were just prone to doing mm-hmm. they just got, got over like um, yeah and look, you don't have to like it, and not everybody did with the impact player because you know one of them was just incredible. But I've got to give yeah. Heyman credit; he he tried to get new people over. He was giving them pushes. Yeah, he was trying something. Is he going to accuse uh, old Paulie of a lot of things? But resting mm. on his laurels is not one I, of them. I think. Like, you you can see he's using the established stars, and I think over time you would have seen mm. less of the ECW style brawling, and you might have got more kind of pure wrestling with with awesome with Storm with yeah. um RVD involved. Yeah, you would have still had like mm. Van Dabinators and fucking table bumps here and there, but I think over time yeah. with the Sandman being less and with Raven probably not being around for too much longer. Tommy Dreamer probably taking a smaller role. Like if if the money was there and the the company stuck around, I think it would have evolved naturally. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what you're seeing here is like uh, what would continue to be an established Heyman booking pattern, which is like we're going to pick 
like a large number of people that I'm going to try mm-hmm. push all at once because not everybody you push is going yep. to get over. So let's push twice as many people over um, so that whoever actually whoever sticks, gets yeah. over, we stick with them and we bail out yeah, on I whoever mean, doesn't. Look, you have to give them credit. The jury, super crazy. Both got big uh, TV title runs in 2000. Just incredible. Steve Carino, both get world title runs. Jerry Lane gets a world yeah. title run. Um, So, yeah, he absolutely tried stuff. Like you said, it didn't all stick. But no. absolutely by the end of the company in 2001, when Heyman knew it just wasn't going to get better, he was checked out. But at this point, yeah. he's still trying. Yeah, uh, which is admirable, to be fair. Because it can't have been. No, he, um, like, it, it, it's, at this stage, they're coming towards the end of the TNN run. And yeah. he... Well, hang on. It was... No, wasn't the TNN run from... Was it August 99? Or was it August 98 that they started on TNN? Because when when was the Raw change? Was that 2000 or 99 that changed to TNN? Oh, I'm not I sure. I think TNN was 2000 for Raw. I think it was like September 2000. So there was still mm. a bit of time left on uh, TNN. Yeah, nine so or ten months. he is trying. And like, look, Rhino yeah. ends up being the biggest star in the company. And look where he is. This was mm. his what, first pay-per-view main event. Yeah. So cred- credit where it's due on that one. Yeah. They're, they're, mm. they're having a go, you know. But anyway, that's going to do it for another TRL. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks with another. And in the meantime, you can join us next week over at uh, patreon.com slash WCW Thunderpod, where we are doing another Days of Thunder at the movies. And given the nominees that are going to be up for a vote, I'm quite excited. Uh, um, we won't have I think by the time this airs we won't mm-hmm. have a winner just yet so I can't announce what it's going to be but keep an eye to at WCW Thunderpod on Twitter and we'll let you know what you're missing out on if you haven't joined the growing masses on the uh, the, the ever growing Patreon. masses indeed um, right yeah uh, this has been a TRL special thank you all so much for tuning in we will uh, talk to you again soon Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to another episode of Days of Thunder. Days of Thunder was produced by Lee Malone and edited by me, Dave Ryan. To keep up to date with the show and find all the ways to listen to us, you can follow us on Twitter at WCW Thunderpod or click the Linktree link in our Twitter bio or in the show notes. I am at the day to Dave on Twitter and Lee is at Malone underscore 713. Days of Thunder is a part of the Voices of Wrestling podcast network. Follow the VOW network anywhere. Good podcasts are sold for more fine podcasts than you can shake a stick at. Thanks. Can you hear the thunder?